Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on May 30th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions, a local advertising agency. Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, Your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you today? Well, if anybody is wondering why it sounds like I swallowed a truckload of gravel, uh, it's because I was, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was on vacation last week. Uh, I, I spent 10 days in Florida. Uh, we went down right. for my, nephew, my nephew's uh, graduation, and so the mm-hmm. whole family flew into Florida, and we had a nice little family gathering and a, and a great ceremony and got to see everybody. And, um, you know, while I love the weather, you know, I love the heat, I love the humidity, and I love, the, you know, the ocean on the East Coast. I mean, it's yeah. so, I mean, the, the water is like 82 degrees or something. It's insane. <laughs> but, um, but, but, no, but the one thing that, that gets me every time is the air conditioning. You know, because when you live, yeah. live in, you know, extreme heat like that and humidity – there's air conditioning every place, in the car, in your homes, in your office, in the stores. And whenever air conditioning blows on me, like, you know, on my head or my chest, it, yeah. make, it, congests, it congests me. Something awful. I mean, and, and you can't live without it down there. You know, you can't, you can't turn mm-hmm. it off. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, so, you know, between sleeping in bed at night and the air hitting you and getting in cars and the air hitting you. And, and then it was so funny because, you know, this this started like within the first couple of days, you know, and and I I get, you know, my I get all congested, and um, when I was leaving, 
I thought, thank goodness, because my sister drove me to the airport, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, and I was sitting in the back of the car, and she had the air conditioning on the front, and it was bouncing off the side ha- panel and hitting me right in the chest. And so when I uh-huh. got out of the car and I got to the airport, I'm thinking, okay, phew, no more air conditioning to deal with. When I got on the plane, there, mm-hmm. the air conditioning was blowing so hard, and because of the humidity, you could see it. It was like it was a, mm. a, a, the aisle was a aisle of vapor, and I thought, oh my <laughs> god! So, so yeah, the whole plane ride, I was AC was blowing on me, so I just I sound awful. I, but I'm not uh-huh. sick. Okay. You know, I'm not sick. It's just it's just the way air conditioning affects me, and I always wonder if it does that to other people. Do you ever have that issue? I I know it does that to other people. My my uh, wife's sister in uh, basically Dallas, Fort Worth, she has the AC on all the time. I mean, you know, it's just it's pretty bad. But uh, I don't I I don't experience that very often, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it's it's always been a th- it's always been a thing with me, you know. So anyway, um, I'm back. I'm back. We didn't have shows last week. You're we, back. We did some reruns. Welcome back. We did, we did yeah we did some reruns and um you know I got my weekend got out this morning you know I worked on that uh, right. yesterday and that went out this morning we have a whole bunch of super fun events happening this weekend and today we're going to be talking about one of them right that's right I'm excited about today and and this is you know of course we are a hyper local uh, uh, podcast. And uh, radio show, and of course, we're going to talk about some hyperlocal uh, activities and events uh, coming up. Jackie, who are our guests today? Uh, our guests this morning are Brooke Blake and Slater Heidrich from the local band Good Vibe, and Rebecca Hollowell, executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles. Now hailing from Hermosa and Manhattan Beach, this group of South Bay teens delivers during their live performances. Mixing classic rock with contemporary alternative jams, they pay homage to the original artists with strong musicianship and a very cool attitude. Fronted by Austin Mosley on vocals, guitar, and ukulele, and Brooke Blake on vocals and keyboard, along with bassist Slater Heidrich and drummer Gavin McCree, these kids are already veterans of the South Bay music scene. Playing such ven- uh, playing in venues such as the Lighthouse Cafe, the Standing Room, Waterman's, Tower 12, and OBs, they've also they've been honing their musical chops in front of packed audiences, and they have also performed at larger events including Spider Surf Fest, Vert, and the concerts at Pollywog Park. Now, Rebecca Hallowell, a South Bay native and Redondo Beach resident, serves as the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles, a chapter of the National Epilepsy Foundation. For nearly 14 years, Rebecca has worked with the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles to support the more than 160,000 people in the region affected by epilepsy and their loved ones. The foundation is leading the fight to end epilepsy by offering a wide array of programs and services, expanding specialty care, providing supportive care, advocating for change, supporting research, and educating about epilepsy. Now, Joe, this morning we're going to learn a bit about the band and their fundraising concert, Epipalooza, taking place this Saturday, June 1st, from 3 to 8 p.m. at the Lighthouse Cafe. 
And we're going to learn exactly where we are in the battle to end epilepsy. Brooke Slater, Rebecca, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, us. having us. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us. We're going to, we're going to get to a lot of uh, information about the band and Epipalooza. Epipalooza? Epipalooza. Right? <laughs> okay. Epipalooza. Okay. Like EpiPen. Epipalooza. Okay. Yes. But yes. Uh, Rebecca, I want to start with you because uh, sure. a lot of people whose families are not directly affected by epilepsy don't have a, a, a good sense of the scale. Just tell us in the South Bay, what are we talking about in terms of 160,000 people being affected? Sure. So the 160,000 is actually the, the region that we directly serve, um, which is Orange County, San Bernardino, Ventura, and Los Angeles. Um, and the South Bay, though, alone, Slater um, and other folks are just one of, of 400 people with epilepsy. Um, okay. You know, epilepsy. Yeah, yeah. Epilepsy is a neurological disorder that manifests itself through seizures, and seizures are just a sudden surge of energy in the brain. I mean, an electric storm. And I think people don't realize that if you have a brain, you you, you can have a seizure. Anyone with a brain can have a seizure. Right, right. And is is there a trend? Are we going down? Are we going up? You know, we've talked to a few people in the uh, uh, general care uh, community that talk about the rise of autism and things like this, what's the, what's the, the word on epilepsy? epilepsy? Is it oh. falling or rising? Yeah, absolutely rising. Uh, the prevalence, um, you have one in 26 uh, who will develop epilepsy in their lifetime. Um, for, epilepsy's been around for centuries. Um, people are not always correctly diagnosed, um, so it's really important that even medical professionals in the South Bay are aware of epilepsy, the different types of seizures, so they can be uh, the first to diagnose uh, someone with epilepsy so they can get that care. So absolutely, the numbers are growing um, as technology is advancing, and diagnosis is getting better. <laughs> so, uh, Slater, um, your experience uh, being a, a, a someone with epilepsy, can you just tell us when you first were aware of it? When did your parents say that you first showed signs of epilepsy? I first showed signs of epilepsy back in 2013 where I was on a late night, I think a late night or late, it was, it was early morning car ride to San Diego to go to my sister's volleyball tournament. Right mm-hmm. before we got on to like the 405, I started having like a seizure right in the passenger seat of my mom's car. And mm-hmm. that's like, and, like, my mom was, like, freaking out, like, thought I was, like, dying. Oh. And, but, like, that kind of, like, has scared me to really, like, try to do something until I went into, like, last year where I had a seizure the day after... Mother's Day, and right. it was just a 
slight, uh, just like the smallest mistake can just live, can lead to something big in which was like what happened, uh, on like Mother's Day, which is like a slip up of like meds and whatnot. Okay. Okay. But is it, is it under control when your meds are, are managed properly? Yes, it is. But it's okay. like the main reason why like I started the band was like uh started the Maricosa and Epilepsy was like I hated on how just like the smallest and the littlest of mistakes due to being tired or whatever mm. can just lead to something drastic and big can lead to three seizures to in which can make like your family just crying just like thinking like there's nothing that you can right. do and like right. having the feeling of having no control over it maybe be like no I have to create some sort of thing to raise money to find like a cure or it's like end right. epilepsy so you're saying that basically when you're having a seizure, you're you're more concerned about the people around you and their reaction yes. to your seizure than than you are about yourself. Yes. Like when I because like when I have a seizure like I black out and then like it takes me like a long time to get back to consciousness and mm-hmm. like whenever, like, I wake up, I just see, like, everyone just, like, hovering around me and, like, showing all, like, their compassion and fear and different things. And it makes me, like, really kind of, like, feel bad that I had them go through all that stuff, in which, like, was, like, my main reason of starting Maricosa and epilepsy. Right. So... Rebecca, is this is this common in terms of the 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 experience of epilepsy survivors? I guess we'll we'll say that they they have this almost like survivor's guilt that they're they're concerned about the people around them and their reaction to what the, they're going through. Well, what Sleater's talking about is is common in, in that it affects the entire family. Absolutely. Um, epilepsy, mm-hmm. we like to call people with epilepsy warriors, um, you know, what okay. they come, come against, um, you know, whether they have one seizure a year or they have 30 seizures in one day, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're just up, up against a lot. Um, but the, it's right. a spectrum. It's a wide, wide, wide spectrum. Um, epilepsy is much like we understand uh, cancer. There's different types of cancer. There's different types of epilepsy. Slater has been diagnosed right. with juvenile myoclonic epilepsy, and thankfully mm-hmm. um, he does have seizure control. He alluded to um, some triggers uh, that he has, uh, which is it can be very right. common across the spectrum, um, lack of sleep. Um, you know, there's others, stress. Uh, maybe Slater hopefully is, is not experiencing stress, but um, stress, um, you know, I mean, there's just a, a wide, wide array of, of triggers. Um, so there's unfortunately not one, um, not one description of, of epilepsy and seizures. I mean, seizures right. can right. can look like somebody's daydreaming. Those are absent seizures. Um, there's also okay. the um, you know the convulsive seizures that are called tonic clonics. 
Um, so it, it's a wide, wide, I'm, wide array. I'm sorry. Did you did you did you say Grand Mall? Um, it's actually it's now called Tonic Clonic. Um, it had been formerly called Grand Mall. Absolutely. And those are the convulsive features. Oh. And those are the ones. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, thanks. So those are the ones that are. are absolutely more commonly known uh, but again there's there's a whole there's more than 20 different types of seizures um, there's complex mm-hmm. partial um, where someone is um, not responsive but they may be picking at their clothes uh, wandering around um, you know but again the the absent seizures where somebody's just kind of staring and they may just you know just kind of tune out for a few seconds yeah. and come back in that mm-hmm. that's really common too Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're having some difficulty getting uh, Brooke yeah, back on yeah, Brooke, the show. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, Brooke dropped off, and I've been trying to get her, and she's trying to call in, and so we're obviously having some some uh, line issues with the Blog Talk Radio okay. here today. It happens. It happens oh. once in a while, unfortunately. Oh, but cool. I'm working on it. But I'm, I'm working gonna... on it. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So I'm going to ask you, Slater. Now, when when you think about the impact of starting a group at Miracosta and and really publicizing, you know, you're stepping out. Some people meet you and they never know that you have epilepsy until you tell them. But now you're kind of the guy at uh, Miracosta that's, you know, started this group and this club. Um, what is, what's it like being an activist? for epilepsy. Tell me about that. Being an activist for like epilepsy has like it makes like me like really happy that I'm doing something for like a great cause. And so yeah. like I for like the last year with my band at every like gig we would do like a raffle to silent auction at different times mainly, like, raffles that are, like, usual gigs, and then that are, like, our benefit concerts, like, Epicluza and Summerfest last year, we would yeah. have, like, a silent auction where we'd gather a bunch of items and then uh, auction them off. I've been, like, loving the fact that people are so generous to donate the, like, the smallest, like, items, like, the biggest items. Like, at my Mm -hmm. mom's uh, art show, we had the Iron Man donate $1,000, in which, in my mind, I was like, I never thought with me (laughs) late uh, freshman year creating a club, I would get a donation of $1,000 for (laughs) it. it. it kind of, like, made me, like, extremely happy. And it's kind of, like, made me less worried. Uh, I'm always, mm-hmm. like, worried about, like, whenever, like, I'm going to have, like, seizures and, like, of my epilepsy. But it's made me, like, extremely happy that I'm actually doing something about it instead right. of just letting it happen. Right. Joe, I have, right. a que- I have a question for Slater. I'm sorry sure. because I've sure. been working... I've been working behind the scenes trying to get Brooke back on the line. Um, so I, I haven't – oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She might be back. Hold on. Hold on. 
I think oh, well, we got I'll, her back. I'll go and talk with her, Jess. Uh, I think, I think, her. I think we got her back. Brooke, Brooke is there. Good, good. We're back. We got her on yeah, the line. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's okay. But I wanted to ask Slater something. And as I said, I'm sorry if you already discussed this because I, I was busy doing something no. else. Um, Slater, since you started your club at Miracosta, have you had anybody or many children, other kids at the school come up to you and say, hey, I have epilepsy too, and they – they, you know, they never really talked about it to people before. Have, have have people opened up to you since you started this club? They're not really like at Maricosta, like per se, but at our gigs that we have done, I have people like come up to me like, oh, like I have uh, epilepsy, and and it can be like, oh, like that's kind of like. Not really, like, cool, but, like, interesting that just, like, in the smallest vicinity of the South Bay that there's, like, so many people that I've come to know that have lived with epilepsy or have recently gone in. There was, like, one time where I was putting up flyers for Ebapusa when I went to the green store in Hermosa, and mm-hmm. I asked if I could put up a poster in there and I met a kid that was like a little bit older than me I think by a couple of years and I asked him like oh can I put up the flyer uh, uh, up in the green store and he like once he saw he was like oh my god like I have epilepsy I think what you're doing is like really cool like I've lived with it like all my life and it was like and I just kind of got, like, mm-hmm. really happy because, like, it's kind of like a small world of mm-hmm. meeting, like, different people who have epilepsy and being, like, what you're doing is going to be, like, impacting the South Bay as well as other families in the world as, as like, my own. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, no, I can uh, totally see that. It, it, only takes, it only takes one person to, to, to start speaking about something. And and people start coming out of the woodwork uh, with, yeah. with anything, with right. anything, not just epilepsy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Joe, we got right. Brooke on the line. So if you wanted to, right. Yeah. Pop some questions, yeah. Hey, Brooke. Uh, yeah. Hi. So uh, tell tell us about um, your experience with uh, with the band and and the idea of of doing this uh, sort of you know being a, an advocate for ending oh. uh, epilepsy. Okay, so, well, when I joined the band originally, we were just, like, playing music at local bars, and, like, the fact that now we're playing to, like, raise money to try and end something, like, that affects so many people, I think is really cool, because at the same time, we're just doing what we love and, like, playing music, but we're also helping out Mm -hmm. with, like, a good cause, so I just think that's really cool, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, It it adds a lot of meaning. I got it. I, I got to jump in here because I find it really funny that um, uh, Brooke, how old are you? I'm 15. 15. And Slater, how old are you? 16. 16. I just find it really funny. She's like, yeah, you know, we're playing, we're playing at bars, uh, <laughs> which I, I just find that funny because I, how does that work? I just on the side because obviously um, you can't. You have to be 21 to go into a bar. So how does it work when you have musicians that are underage that are allowed to play in bars? Is there like a special uh, 
pass that you get? I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's like usually um, the one bar we played at, I, I forget the name. It was like 21 and older on the Hermosa Beach Pier. We had to play before like a certain time because like after eight or something, they'll kick all like the minors out. So like usually um, you have to play before like eight o'clock or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that explains it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I just needed that. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yeah, we play in bars. Well, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. You guys have been playing uh, together for a while, and uh, we're we're going to be experiencing this event. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Epipalooza. Uh, you, you, Slater, you said this was the this is not the first time you've done this, right? Yes. This is the second event where we have put a lot of effort and time into getting auction, uh, found auction items and raffle items. Our first event mm-hmm. was Summers uh, at Summers Sports Bar, and the event was called Summers Fest, and where mm-hmm. my friend mom, the drummer of Chroma Hayes, kind of helped organize Summerfest with my mom and I, with getting the items for it, and getting, and which kind of, like, kind of, like, got me, like, really excited about doing, like, oh, this is going to be, like, our first event that my, that we kind of like arranged around and kind of got a lot of money towards our funds for end uh, epilepsy. And we're just like, oh my God, we've reached around like $6,000 around like the end of like six to 7000 around the end of 2018. And I was like, oh my God, that kind of like blew my mind. He's like, mm. I was just, because like when I started Miracles to end up with the I thought I was just gonna get at least like a hundred couple hundred dollars and not like mm-hmm. almost to ten thousand. Mhm. Wow. That's that's amazing. Uh I know Rebecca, there must be other groups raising funds for epilepsy and obviously uh working as volunteers for the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles. Tell us about uh, the opportunities there are for volunteers to work with the uh, with the foundation. Sure, sure. So, I mean, there there are again so many different ways. Um, I think that Brooke and Slater and the band are fantastic examples. You have Slater who has epilepsy who's speaking up, um, raising awareness, raising incredible funds. Um, Brooke, her connection now is with Slater who has epilepsy, but, you know, no matter where you are, what your, your connection is with epilepsy, everybody can make a difference. Um, we have an annual walk and epilepsy. Um, it's traditionally held at the Rose Bowl and, um, you know, people have teams, they invite their friends and families. It's a really great platform uh, for people to speak up. Uh, the more people speak up about epilepsy, the more you're going to hear, you know, from like Slater's side, people say, I have epilepsy. Um, you know, we can speak more of that prevalence. Um, the more pe- more stories are shared, more research dollars. Um, 
we have uh, locally in the South Bay, we are often in schools doing seizure recognition and seizure first aid training. Um, so, you know, we invite parents to invite us to come to their child's school to do a seizure training. Um, we have therapy and support groups. People can participate there. Um, I think one way everyone can, can also get involved is simply learning seizure first aid. Uh, seizure first aid is mm. very simple. And, um, you know, again, one, one in 10 people is going to have a seizure in their lifetime. So um, I think that's a, a great place to start. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Well, this is, hey, this Jill, is great. We're going to, yes. Let's do a commercial break. Okay, let's do that, and then when we come back, we're going to find out how people have, can get involved and, and what. Yes, I have several. I'm sorry, I have several things I wanted to ask about, but because I was busy uh, trying with the fun, working with the phones earlier, um, so, now, so now I get to ask all my questions. Okay, all right, here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show. Um, we're coming to you uh, every morning on Thursday and Friday at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. On Thursday, it's South Bay Spotlight, where we uh, spotlight some w- a wonderful organization, business, or event in the South Bay. And on Fridays at 8 a.m., we have uh, the Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, uh, sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber. We cover uh, business and uh, uh, other activities in Manhattan Beach on Fridays. And uh, we hope you will take these shows and share them with your neighbors and friends, wherever they may be. You can share this uh, link and this uh, podcast with anyone around the world. Uh, But we are focused, uh, hyper-focused on the South Bay. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. And uh, we hope you'll share this with all all the friends and neighbors that you uh, normally share this with. Now we're back, and Jackie, you have some questions? Yes, I do. Now, we will get back to the Epipalooza event in a moment, but before we go there, I want to talk to Slater and Brooke in general about the local teen bands and musicians because the South Mm -hmm. Bay, I don't know if this is something – that has been going on for decades, and I only became aware of it because of my website or if it's something new. But there is quite a music scene in the South Bay, in in the teen realm. Um, I mm. saw you guys at – well, I've, I, I've seen Good Vibe. I've, se- I've seen most of these bands here and there, but uh, we, recently there was the Battle of the Bands. I, I think it was late last year. There was a battle of the bands that the uh, Redondo Beach Police Department uh, hosted, sponsored, um, at, and they had it at the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center. Uh, and, and there were, I don't know, a dozen local teen bands playing. And it, it, by the way, it was free to attend um, mm-hmm. and, and at the Performing Arts Center, which is, what, 1,500 seats or something. And all of these local bands played. Um, Brooke, t- tell me, mm-hmm. give me a little background, because uh, Slater mentioned earlier that uh, the drummer for Chroma Hayes is a friend of his. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are on the same path. Tell, tell us about this teen music scene in the South Bay, because it's it's pretty amazing. Okay, so basically, it's just like all these like teenagers, mostly in high school, and there's just like 
so many different bands going on and you kind of like know everyone in the band but like not really because you just always see them at like different competitions and different battles of the band um but like they, we all kind of play at the same places and kind of rotate which is like super cool because like at this event like we're playing with like a few different other bands that like we know and then like always at the battle of the bands we get to go see and like see the bands we know and we're all around the same age so that makes it like better for us to all get to know each other and stuff and yeah mm. well mm. It's, I, I, yeah. I, i'm curious I, has it always been like that i mean uh, are, before you guys formed your bands were there other south bay teen bands like that because it really does seem to be it, it's a force to reckon with there are a lot of you yeah, I'm not really sure because, like, in elementary school when Slater and I had a separate band, I don't really remember, like, a, being in a band being a super popular thing. And then as, like, I got older, I started seeing so many other bands and, like, other people I knew in a band, and it just, like, became more of a thing that I saw. Well, um, mm-hmm. I, I know last summer, I, I believe it was last summer, uh, the, the concerts at Pollywog Park, which are very popular, They've been going for for years and years. Last year, they decided to open the concerts with local teen musicians. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of just having the one band playing, they would just the show started a little earlier, and 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 local teen bands would play. Hey, is it that there are more um, opportunities now for you guys to play at events? I it just it's it's just becoming more more uh, is ubiquitous the best word I'm looking I don't know what the word is I'm looking for I'm just seeing a lot more of you guys <laughs> I feel like there definitely is more opportunities now for us especially since we're in high school but like I'm not sure if there was like other teen high school bands a few years ago because I know like when we were like in seventh and eighth grade we didn't really get booked as many gigs and now that we're in high school I feel like we have some like every month and so that's like something different Interesting, Slater. Do you, what do you what do you have to say about that? What do you what what what's been your experience? My experience with it was been like recently in like the past like two to like three years there has been like a huge like explosion of like yes m- multiple different like team bands forming up and playing different songs, creating their own songs. And where it's like I think with like the opportunities that have been growing more with like the bow the bands that's been happening to the concerts in the park at Polywog allowing teen bands to perform before like adult bands is like really has kinda like made people more want to create a band and show off their talent where like when, like, Brooke and I were, like, in elementary school, no one really, like, there was kind of, like, a new thing to do was, like, to create a band with your friends and perform different cover songs where now it's, like, people are just, like, this is where we can get our momentum for our future outside of high school with either keeping this band or to create a new band with some of the same people in from the team bands they have created in high school kind of like allows them to shape their future outside of high school with like the many different opportunities 
that has grown due to the growth of like the explosion of teen bands in the South Bay. That's the you know you you mm-hmm. hit the right word explosion. You're absolutely right because as I said, um, I only became aware of this in recent years. I've been doing my website for eight years, and it's only in the last three years or so that I I as you said an explosion of teen bands, and you you're getting these opportunities which. Uh, you know, I don't think it's common, you know, for in other towns for teen bands to play in bars or to get to play at uh, outdoor summer concerts that, you know, cities and parks and rec departments put on. Um, I, I don't know that it's common, but Joe, you know, you know, it's so interesting. Mm. You know, I know we both read that book, Outliers, and, and, and right. one of the big topics in it was being in the right place at the right time and like Silicon Valley. You know these not Silicon before it was Silicon Valley, but when these young tech guys were coming up, they just you know they had the right resources and they were in the right place at the right time, the right age, and it all kind of worked up into this. I don't know what you call it, but it all came together, and and mm-hmm. this this music scene in the South Bay, it to me seems very similar to that. I mean, seriously, mm. Joe. When you were growing up in Chicago, were there were there so many teen bands that got to play at all these things outside of like school events, school dances, and stuff? I mean, I, I, they, again, it's an explosion. It only started yeah. about three years ago. There's a lot of talent yeah. here. Um, it it yeah. seems like it's all. It's you getting my point? There, there, there is something. I think all young people generally speaking who are musical or who really want to play music all over the country. Yeah. There were lots of bands when I was a kid that tried different kinds of music, but there's something special about here in the South Bay or in general in California on the West coast, there's the West coast scene. There's the, the whole, you know, history of the beach boys and, and, and other bands. Uh. That influences, that's, yeah. I think. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's not what I'm talking about exactly. That's I know what you're talking about, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about it all seems to be in, in, in the, the right place, the right time, uh, the the yeah. opportunities. You know, um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to it's, – it's one thing for a couple of kids to get together and say, let's make a band. It's another thing to have your parents supporting you. I have a – Somebody, one of the Chroma Hayes kids, their their mom sends me their their gig information every time they have a gig. She sends me the information, you know. <laughs> so you you know you've got your parents supporting you, you got your schools supporting you, right. and you have your city, right. you have your city supporting you, you know, and local businesses, right. you know, the Lighthouse Cafe and OBs and Watermans, they're local businesses. The Parks and Recreation Department, you know, is supporting them. The, the the Redondo Beach Police Department is supporting it. I don't I don't think other towns have this kind of support. I, I, th- I think right. this is a unique situation, yeah. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's just my take <laughs> on it, you know. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> Rebecca uh, uh, Brooke, Re- Brooke uh, or Slater, mm-hmm. I mean, do you know of other kids in other parts of California or the country that are getting the opportunities you have? Um, I, I don't really see it. You can go, Brooke. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really see it as much. I definitely feel like we have, like, a lot of different opportunities compared to, like, other towns. But, yeah, you can go for it. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic, and it, there's obviously uh, there's something in the water in the South Bay. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something in the water. Yeah. Something <laughs> in the water. All right. So anyway, let's get back to um, Epipalooza. 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 Um, so uh-huh. Slater, you mentioned you mentioned that you were going to have auction items. Can you can you give us a a teaser? What what some people uh, can get at the you know as far as auction items go? Yes. Uh, something like the auction items can or like a Pennywise signed skateboard to Chargers tickets to really. Yes, to in which have like Chargers. different prices, like uh, according to like the the value of like the item. To, nice. Like doing like a African safari trip, which was generously donated. Really. And yes, to like many different awesome items. We have like around. 52 items right now. Okay, well, I understand, Slater, that there's a website that people can go to to look at the auction items. I don't know if they can bid on them yet. Give us that information. What's yes. the website where people people can go? The website is www.32auctions.com backslash epipalooza, E-P-I-P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. One and more time. Give us that what give us that one more time slowly. www.32auctions.com backslash epipalooza E P I P A L O O Z A. Okay. Okay, that's www32 that's 32 auctions three two. with an S. Is that yeah, auctions yeah. with an S? Okay. Yeah. So www.32auctions.com forward slash Epipalooza. Um, did you hear that, people? There's an African safari up for auction. You could probably get it. Yeah. Like a really, really good price. Wow. That's uh, – Wow. I'm, I, I, can we end the show now so I can go on the website and just get <laughs> – are, 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 are we allowed to bid? Are you, can people go on the website yeah, right now and bid? You can start bidding now. You can bid on that website or on the Maricosa and FLFC Instagram page. We have a bunch of different – we have a photos of the items, and you can start bidding down in the comments section of the photo. Right. All right. Okay, right. so I got to ask Rebecca. Um, Rebecca, um, so when I, – I don't know how many other – kids, teenagers uh, that you are aware of, you know, through the Epilepsy Foundation that are, you know, creating their own fundraisers and stuff. Um, how does how does the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles, how, how do they support this event? Do they support this event? How do they support this event? Or how Epipalooza? do we, the Epilepsy Foundation, support the yes. event? Yeah, yeah. Um, we have been promoting it in, in our, our emails and social media. Um, you know, Slater, we, we, we have a very passionate community, people who want to make a difference. And, you know, when I first met Slater, uh, 
sat down at a restaurant there in El Segundo. Uh, the name isn't coming to me, but I just remember him saying in so many words, enough is enough. Something needs to be done. And uh, what he has accomplished is, is beyond exceptional. Um, you know, we, we need more people like Slater in this world to, to get up, speak mm. up. Um, but, you know, we are fortunate that we have a lot of, a lot of other kids who, who do see the need uh, to make that difference. So we're very fortunate in that way. Yeah, well, you know, it's you know the South Bay, uh, you know Joe and I are very well aware mm-hmm. of all, all of the fundraising that goes on in the South Bay for various mm-hmm. causes. I mean, you know, we mm-hmm. even walk to Alzheimer's and your friendship right. walk. I mean, they're, they're, and and right. and the South Bay is so incredibly generous. Um, yeah, and I. I am, as you, you mentioned earlier, that you have a walk that you do at the Rose Bowl every year. But you know, mm-hmm. we're the South Bay show. We're all about keeping it local. You know, that's our thing. Absolutely, we're all about yeah. keeping it yeah. local. So, so the question begs, Slater: Is this going to be an annual event? Is this going to be an annual event that people can look forward to? I am very <sighs> hoping that it is. I'm hoping that with as Epapalooza gets bigger and bigger. And, like, around from being a small event to being kind of, like, a national-wide to, like, a global-wide event over, Mm -hmm. like, the next 10, 15 or somewhat years that we can go from, like, being at the White House to maybe, like, going to, like, Redondo Beach, like, the Performing Arts Center to being, like, being able to use that or, like, the Maricosa Auditorium. And having a bigger space where bands get to perform on like a bigger stage, to and also having more bands and a bigger time to do it. Well, and, that's that's uh, that's you know that's as this goes on, you know everybody has their growing pains. The, the interesting thing is, you started this through Miracosta, you started a club at Miracosta. So, what I want to know is when you graduate. You know, is there going to be somebody to step in and continue that club in Miracosta? <laughs> is that is that where uh, Rebecca's organization comes in to keep things going? You know, uh, you know, because once you graduate high school and you're off to college, you can start a club. You know, whatever school you end up going to, but some if you want to keep it going at Miracosta, uh, somebody needs to step in. I'm just curious how how that works, particularly with the Epilepsy Foundation, Rebecca. Sure, sure. So, I mean, again, it's it's Slater is one of 400 people in Manhattan Beach uh, with epilepsy. It affects the entire family. Um, you know, anyone can get involved. Um, you know, we know other families throughout the South Bay um, who are affected directly affected, and absolutely, we will support in any which way we can to uh, keep that community activism thriving. So Slater, any which way we can do it, and you know we're, we're gonna maybe connect with some other teams. Um, but I love your your dreams for the future, Slater, and we will help in any which way. Thank you. That's the thing about kids—they dream big. They can dream big. Oh, love Nothing it. Holding back. And, and they accomplish yeah. a lot. Yeah. Purpose of the yeah, no, Slater. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and he's going to be making a big donation uh, this weekend. So okay, so everybody. Epipalooza, this Saturday, June 1st, from 3 
to 8 p.m. because the teens can't play in the bar after 8 p.m. Now we know. Uh, Saturday, June 1st, 3 to 8 p.m. at the Lighthouse Cafe. It's going to be a great time. Tell us what bands are playing, Brooke. What other bands are going to be playing? Um, The other bands playing from 3 to 3.45 is Chroma Hayes. And then 4 to 4.45 is Peer Pressure. And then 5 to 5.45 is Minor Problems. 6 to 6.45 is XYPDQ. And then last is 7 to um, or 7.15 to 8 is Good Vibes. And I've seen them all. I've seen all of these bands. They're fantastic. The talent will blow your mind. Uh, Very, very exciting. Very exciting. Um, And I had something else here. I'm looking through my notes. Oh, um, but you don't have to wait until Saturday to support. You can go online right now, www.32auctions.com forward slash Epipalooza. Spell like it sounds, E-P-I-P-A-L-O-O-Z-A, www.32auctions.com forward slash Epipalooza. There's a whole yes. bunch of great items up for our – are you on the website right now, Joe? Are you on there bidding right now? Angels tickets. L.A. King. Unbelievable. I knew it. I knew you weren't paying Abigail. attention. Abigail. <laughs> uh, African Safari. It's up to 2500 but it's valued at uh, over uh, – Fifty nine hundred. So yeah, no, what a yeah, bargain! Yeah, that, you can get that. You might be able to get it for a bargain. Now, uh, Brooke Slater, do you guys mm-hmm. have any sponsors you want to shout out? I, you know, thank anybody because uh, we all know that nothing gets done without um, sp- local sponsors. We know the Lighthouse Cafe is is you know having you guys there. Is there anybody else that's uh, supporting Epipalooza? I would. Like, I would like to shout out my mom for working all the behind the scenes on getting my getting like all the raffle items and silent auction items as well as like the date for the White House as well as like getting all the bands to uh, perform there as well. Like my mom has worked phenomenally behind the scenes that. I I can see like myself working that hard on how much time and effort that she has put into it as well as mm-hmm. the White House for allowing us to perform there being so generous as well as like all the different little companies that have donated awesome uh silent auction raffle items. They have nice. yeah. helped me as well as many people around the world to for helping just raise a lot of money. We're by Saturday we're hoping to get around ten thousand dollars for NFLFC, which is like my dream goal for like the past year to two years now. I think I think you're gonna it. hit it. I think I think you're gonna make. I think you're gonna easily make that. Um, and and Joe, I just wanted to mention. You know who? You know who Slater's mom is? No, who? Cat uh, Monk. Yes. Cat Monk. Monk. Yes. Okay. Well, well we've had we've um, had we've had Cat on the show, and I I went to her show down yeah. on Cyprus. Um, I don't know, yeah. a couple a year year or two ago or something like that. So we know Cat quite well. Um, 
Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, who's typing? It's, who's typing? Don't, stop typing. I can hear somebody on their computer typing. Don't do that. I mean. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. It annoys me. Um, all right. So, <laughs> um, we're, we're, no, I, I have to, you know, I'm in charge of the sound quality here. If I hear noise in the background, I'm going to say something. Um, so, Rebecca, Rebecca. Yes. What else can people do? Give us a website, you know, outside of Epipalooza. That's what we're we're concerned with, Epipalooza, because it's a South Bay thing. And Slater, you better keep it in the South Bay. I don't want to hear about this moving to Pasadena or something. All right? (laughs) Epipalooza started in the South Bay, stays in the South Bay. It can get bigger, but you got to keep it here. Um, Rebecca, how else can people help? Well, like I said earlier, seizure first aid, um, and not just essentially stay safe inside, um, staying with someone when they have a seizure, making sure they're safe, lying them on their side, putting something uh, soft under their head, um, and, um, yeah, just making sure that they're safe. Um, Ndepilepsy.org forward slash greater Los Angeles. Uh, We have great resources. Uh, We talk about all of our upcoming programs. Um, activities, ways for people to get involved, um, you know, or just giving us a call at 310-670-2870. And, and website? Website again, ndepilepsy.org forward slash greater Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. All right. Joe, we're learning more today once again. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. All right. All right. All right. Well, one more time, Epipalooza, Saturday, June 1, 3 to 8 p.m. at the Lighthouse Cafe. And there's going to be a whole That's bunch right. of great team bands playing. Right. And before, right. you know, be, you know, if you want to get in, uh, um, will there be any, is, is, is uh, Slater, is the, at the Lighthouse, is that strictly going to be music or are you going to have auction items there as well? Or is the auction strictly online? There's going to be auction items at the White House Cafe as well. There's going to be like a corner either on the inside <laughs> on the patio outside that has uh, that has like a sheet that has like the list of bids and like we'll make sure that if there's a bid that was like on the website or on Instagram that it will be on to the sheet so, pe- so people can't like cheat the system by doing it. <laughs> online and then getting a lower price. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll it'll be updated. Yeah, all right. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Darn. All right. All right. And that again that again is uh dub dot three two auctions, thirty two auctions dot com forward slash epipalooza. So if you can't make it to the event, which is too bad because it's gonna be a fun event. Um no rain in the forecast this weekend, Joe. Um no, so uh, going to be going to be fine weather for a strand cruise and hop on down to Pier Avenue and the Lighthouse and uh, yeah. Uh, it, oh, by the way, is there a cover charge at the door for that Slater? No, there is not. You can just walk in. You can just walk in. Okay. There, there might be just like a little like donation that you could do but it's not a mandatory thing to get in you can just like walk right. in and just listen and enjoy the fun while betting on raffle on filing auction items and there you go some tickets for a raffle there you go right. free music 
country music on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. All right, I like it. I like and and um, just a quick question about um, does is the lighthouse doing anything? I I didn't see it in in the information I got. Does the lighthouse do anything like ten percent of proceeds go to or anything like that to encourage yeah. people to drink? The they're having fifteen percent of proceeds go to end epilepsy. Oh. So I'm very grateful for them to doing fifteen percent. Wow, that's fantastic. Fifteen percent. So fifteen percent of uh food and booze. So there you go, people. What more excuse do you need? Take yeah. your strand cruise, go down, you can get into the lighthouse, no cover charge, listen to some great music for free, and anything you buy or eat is gonna fifteen percent of that is gonna go to and epilepsy. I love this. It's good all around. I know what I'm doing Saturday, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Sounds more like fun. All right. All right. Can't wait. Well, then let's wrap, wait. let's wrap it up so I can get ready. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, Brooke, Blake, Slater, well, Hydric, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you for, for having, having us. us. Uh, we love what you guys are doing. Uh, good vibe. Uh, it sounds uh, like a lot of fun. We can't wait to uh, hear you play. And Rebecca Hollowell, uh, Executive yeah. Director, Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Los Angeles. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. I'll be there on Saturday. Um, so I'm happy to, to chat with people. It's also an opportunity for people to learn more about epilepsy. So I will see you there. Okay. Okay, we'll see you there, everybody. Share this with your friends. Share this with your neighbors. Let's uh, get a good showing at the Lighthouse, uh, uh, a, an institution in the South Bay. Uh, let's uh, get a great showing there June 1st, this coming Saturday, uh, 3 to uh, 8 p.m. Because yeah. yeah. kids can't play eight. in bars after 8 p.m. Kids can't play in right. bars after 8 a.m. We learned that today. That's, That's good to know. We learned that today, yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all very shortly. See you all, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, thank, thank you, Thank you for having us so much. Thank Always you. a pleasure, Joe. Talk tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.